joining us in the studio is Bram. Now, Bram, which unit are you from? I work uh, for Child and Youth Mental Health. Child and Youth Mental Health. Now, this is something we're focusing on this year with Give Me Five. Yeah, so this year we are trying to help fund someone to work with families on the Sunshine Coast. And, I mean, that's what you already do. You're a mobile youth mental health worker. Is that that's correct? easy yeah. way to describe it? So you go out to families right now that have got kids in crisis? That's what I'll be doing today, yep. Now, we have heard from medicos at the hospital that it's been there describing it as a tsunami of teen mental health. Would you describe it like that? Yeah, like I suppose we've got a pandemic going on with coronavirus at the moment. And I suppose this is like an underground one that doesn't get spoken about until, you know, someone in the family has an issue or there's something that comes out and it just comes to the surface. But it's something that we tend to push down in our society. So, yeah, it's absolutely there. Um it's got worse since the pandemic, for yeah. sure. So we're talking about kids who self-harm, uh, eating disorders, uh, anxiety that is can be quite crippling for kids, can't it? Yeah, um, you know, self-harm and, and eating disorders have definitely gone up in the last year across the country. Um, so just kids trying to have control of something when they feel like the world is out of control? Essentially, it's a voice for them, you know. Yeah. Um, I was just, we were just talking about it, it's sort of self-harm and eating disorders a lot of the time are just a voice for kids when they don't feel like they have a voice. They don't know how to express it or they don't feel like they're in a safe environment to express it. Now, you might say a red flag is, oh, gee, they've been a bit moody lately, but what teen isn't? Uh, That's right. You know, so what are the red flags a parent or someone close by might be looking for? Um, changes in behaviour. Um, oh, look, there could be a whole bunch of things, but... They're not playing with their friends anymore. They're they're getting more moody. It could be a whole bunch of things. I suppose the important thing is, are you connected with your child? Do you know them? Do you speak to them? Do you understand sort of what makes them tick? And if there are things that they usually like doing or that they're doing um, that they're not, uh, you know, they're not doing anymore or um, I suppose... Uh, they're getting in trouble at school or their grades are going down. It could be a whole bunch of things. But a lot of the time you'll hear from their friends. You'll hear from uh, the auntie okay. or uncle, okay. someone that's safe that's not the... That they didn't tell you. You yeah. know, I was saying to Bran before, uh, we had a kid and she was just angry at us all the time for about two years pretty much, angry at everyone in the family. And I eventually said to her, are you all right? And then that also made her very angry at me. But it was... it. it she wasn't a kid. She was just an angry teen. She wasn't someone who was actually in crisis. But it can be hard to tell, can't it? Yeah, and as I was just saying, like being the parents or the, the discipline, you know, yes. the ones that come and, and make the guidelines, especially with teenagers that are finding their identity, that are looking for purpose in life, often you're the enemy. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. get into their 20s, it'll be a different scenario, hopefully. Uh, they, that's right. They, they, they revert back to the kid you always knew. So yeah. a lot of the time we look for who are the other significant people, uncle, auntie, cousin, best friend, someone that can talk to them about these issues and then confide in you. That's a really good way that we try and work someone, it out. Someone yeah. halfway down the generation gap. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's also tricky too because if you ask someone if they're okay and, you know, whether it's a teen or, or an adult – you're kind of indicating that you think something's wrong. So straight away that person can be defensive. Yeah, and kind definitely. of hide it or sort of move away because there's a real stigma attached with any kind of mental health talk, isn't there? 
Yeah, definitely. I think our culture specifically, where it's about we've all got it together. We're looking good on our Instagram um, posts. You know, people are commenting. We're getting likes. It's literally like that. And in, in a really connected generation socially, supposedly, that's a mask a lot of the time. Yeah. And it's this persona that we put out. But that's our sort of culture as well. Our yeah. culture is we're looking good. We've got everything. We've got the house. We've We've got a happy yeah. family. We don't want to talk about it if we if we haven't, you know. And that's the thing too. We were just saying off air. You know, if your kid gets cancer, everyone rallies around you. No one's embarrassed because someone's got cancer. No. But you know, your kid is self harming. No one's rallying, are they? People are people are turning the other way. They're embarrassed for you. Yeah, embarrassed, scared, um, shamed. Like there's so many uh, emotions that we do turn away from. Again, in our culture. You know, there are other cultures that embrace this and support each other and it's openly talked about because it has, but I think we just don't know what to do. It's yeah. as simple as that. We yeah. don't. So we outsource this a lot of the time to myself, um, to other services because we don't, we, we don't know what to do and that's all right. That's yeah. fine. Um, but a lot of the time it's just about engaging and just sitting with these feelings. We're not great. Again, in our society, we do things we action things. We're not great at sitting with our feelings these days. We're always, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, watching a movie, streaming something, doing activities, sports on the weekends. We don't sit with our feelings enough these days yeah. and connect with nothing, no other agenda. Yeah. And, and if you don't connect with your feelings, then you can't work through them, can you? You can't and if you don't, figure out what's going on and why do I feel this way at this point in time. And if you don't talk to someone who knows how all that works... Uh, you end up in a lot of trouble. And when was the last time that we've done that? Yeah. Personally. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes so, we've got our work, we've got our yeah. family, we've got yeah. our things. And sometimes you have to be sad to get through something and you have to be mad and you're allowed to be mad and you're allowed to be all sorts. You're allowed to have feelings, aren't you? So this year for Mix FM's Give Me Five, we have already said to Wishlist, we know we'll get this money for you. Go and hire someone who will be able to work with families when they are in crisis. Give them a touch point at the hospital. Um, you think that will make a big difference? Oh, it's massive. I think, you know, we're talking again about um, the taboo, you know, mental health being the taboo subject in funding. That often happens as well. So it's such, uh, we, we feel so thankful when we have some stream of funding come, coming through and, and funding like, youth advocates, people that have been in that situation, they know how it is. They're the experts. They're the professors on this because they've lived, they've survived. They can actually go to the decision makers, be paid for it or or, or, or at least be, um, you know. Fun, funded in some way funded. to make it happen. So having someone to yeah. coordinate that is huge because then the decision makers can get it from the people that have experienced and know how to get through this, the people that have have lived experience. It's massive. Well, Bram, thank you so much for coming in, mate. We are super excited to help out with teen mental health. That is a focus for Mix FM's Give Me Five this year. Uh, Sunshine Coast kids need your help. It's a big focus for Wishlist too. I know that like we're a small cog in that wheel. They want to do something really big, really helpful. They're doing amazing things with the centre that's coming and just providing a place that's safe and close for families doing yeah. an amazing job. Yeah. So it's a good reason for any of you to join in on any of the fun we've got planned throughout June because uh, the money's going to the right place, all staying right here. Bram, keep up the good work, mate. Thank you. And, you know, if you feel a bit nosy in your kid's life, then that's better than not, I reckon. That's better than not.